Yo. What up? What up? Ooh, what's popping? None, man. Dude, I feel like we did a podcast already. We did like three of them. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> My body's weary, right? <laughs> Happy 420, everybody. <laughs> yeah, bro. Right? Yeah, I'm starting to think you pushed this back on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on purpose, man. But uh, 420. And you know, in in retrospect. Yeah, I should have pushed it back. It anyway. worked out, right? Yeah. It absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Carpet Fulman Podcast. He's Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, and talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. For So for 420, what are we drinking today? Yeah, we got a little, little something popping. Uh, it's... um. I'm trying to think of what I want to call this, bro. I think it's a technically... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's sort of like a Tom Collins, but I'm gonna call it a Rosemary Collins, a CFP Rosemary Collins. Okay. So we did. Y'all know Sean got the Rosemary Bush in his house. You know, shit's growing. Yeah, it's it's flavored a little extra with the dog pee. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't wash it. <laughs> but uh, we got it's a it's a um, shot of vodka. We did a uh, half a shot um, or half ounce, I guess, of um, rosemary simple syrup. So if you haven't done that, it's um, just put water and um, a, a ton of sugar inside of a sauce pot, basically let it boil and then with the rosemary in it. And that's that's how you make the rosemary simple when syrup. You, when you say a ton of sugar, how much? Bro, I'm talking like cup. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like to get it syrupy, syrupy. Yeah, like I do yeah. just a little bit less than that because I don't want it to be overwhelming, like too sweet. But technically, you're supposed to do like a cup, dude. It's like a one to one ratio almost, bro. Like you're supposed so like to a make cup of syrup. water to a yeah cup to of a sugar? cup of sugar, yeah. Oh, wow. and you're supposed to let it boil and stir, it and it gets like thick. It gets thick, yeah. But I, I so I leave mine like a little bit watery. I don't like it too sweet, and then you got to leave the rosemary in it. Um, so that's how you sort of do that, and then um, so yeah, so the rosemary. But you can vodka. buy it too, right? Yeah, you can buy it. It's hard to find. I think yeah. Amazon, you might be able to track it down, or like yeah. uh, Total Wine. I think for us would be the, the other spot you could probably find it. Yeah. Um, but that, and we did um, we did a half a lemon. So we squeeze half a lemon. So and then a half ounce of the rosemary simple syrup, a shot of vodka, shake it. So you put it in a shaker, shake it up, pour it in a tall in a highball glass, and then top it off with seltzer. But I use the Pellegrino. That's the pomegranate and cherry. There's some dudes out there going like, nah, bro, yeah. you lost. We're going to write it down. Yeah, I know we lost y'all. <laughs> Just do seltzer water. Just do seltzer water. But this shit slaps. It's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's real good, man. And then, and then uh, you know, we got to be actually, when y'all see the picture, the picture is going to be a little extreme. But we garnished it with uh, the rosemary, of course, and then lemon. And I think in the picture, we got a cherry on that the bitch, cherry, too. Yep, yeah, yep. it looks real professional, man. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need y'all to hit some likes on the photo just because we, we went all out. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first drink we made. We're like, let's go ahead and get the picture yeah, on that one. Yeah, we get the one. picture on <laughs> it. was so pretty. And then I gave up on making them like that for the rest of the day. <laughs> you got real lazy after that. Yeah. I half-assed the rest of them. I'm like, all right. But this shit's good. I've also had way too many of these. <laughs> so this podcast is either going to be awful or, <laughs> or one of the best. Or one of the best ones we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, man. While we were talking here, man, um, like I said, happy 420 to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think my carbon footprint is going to go out to a couple students in Cornell University. Yeah? Yeah, okay. man. So these dudes, um, they actually did a study and they analyzed some data from the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services for all 50 states, 
Okay. From years 2011 to 2019. Okay. And and what they found was there was a the like a a real big decline in um, the volume of prescription drugs for things like for drugs targeting pain, depression, anxiety, sleep, and psych- psychosis and seizures. Wow. In only the states that approve marijuana for recreational use. That's insane. I was like, wow, man, like that's that that just go. I mean, listen, there's let's let, let's be clear, right? There's there's a lot of people that 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 smoke marijuana for just because they, they just like it, right? Yeah. But there's obviously a big. I got community. glaucoma. In case you were wonder, I was gonna ask you what's wrong with your eyes. <laughs> but. There's there's clearly like medical uses for this thing, and 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 it and it helps people with like I said with and I know people personally that it helps with like pain, mm-hmm. um, and so I thought it was really interesting and in, and so it's like there's 37 states plus Washington D.C. Um, that currently permit recreational marijuana, and it, but it actually the reduction in the prescription drugs actually saves there's like a significant cost savings um to the state medicaid programs all right so like these like unintended consequences right like that's interesting dude you uh, how much of that do you think is due to and it really doesn't matter how you get there right but i wonder how much of that is just the um i don't want to say lack of stress but sort of the the being able to cope with stress better if you do smoke marijuana like maybe it isn't necessarily a medical benefit but the placebo effect of i feel more relaxed i'm chill i can sort of zone out or whatever but do like, you think that's a placebo effect bro i don't think it is not necessarily the placebo but i think if you do that right then if you're less stressed does it then trigger like does it trigger less things. seizures does it trigger less you know that like like um, how many of our diseases do it are like an, are self inflicted due to stress, right? Like I forget, yeah. like there's all these studies where like we constantly go into fight or flight mode all the time, and yeah. we're not designed to do that, right? So we have that constant cortisol. Drip. Exactly. So that cortisol drip, like, does that does the smoking marijuana sort of give you this false feeling of like everything's cool, everything's fine? Like, uh, what are you talking it's about? Like, not a false feeling, right? Just, everything is fine. It just gives you perspective. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wonder, like you know, like I, I'd be curious to see if they ever do a study of like, no, no, the weed helped, like physically change that or was it that the weed helped you change this so then because you got rid of this stress level then your body was able to sort of adjust better to the sort of environment that you i don't like i'd be really curious to see if it's that because i feel like so much of our diseases are self-inflicted like obviously the stuff that you eat but i mean just mentally like like the the like you said the, the the cortisol the constant like cortisol hit of of you we're always all in constant fight or flight mode right so like yeah i wonder how much of it is that but and it's hard to argue now at this point, right? That it's not helpful. Right. And then the, the other thing that I saw was, um, you know, we, we've all seen those drug, those prescription drug commercials where it's like, like it gives you the hundred side effects <laughs> of it, you know, <laughs> bro, some of them shits be deaf. And I'm like, the fuck? How you? It'd be like, you know, it, like, like I think I'd rather thing. be sad. It'd be like in very few cases. <laughs> yeah. That, that may lead to death. And you're like, bro, like, yeah, just let me be sad. Right. Like, like, I'd rather bleed from my ass. Yeah, can I keep emphysema? <laughs> I'll keep the emphysema. Like, the fuck? Like, I'm taking it so I don't die. What do you mean the causes of that? That shit is crazy. Bro. But the other thing, so so that so that's, that's the other piece where it's like you get people that are, that are not 
experiencing these side effects or getting addicted to um you know to these prescription drugs which, which we know that happens all the time so bad bro like how many how many people do you know yeah are just addicted to prescription drugs that are just and they're just so easy to get your hands on these days yep. man like you can fake whatever and then get your doc and then i think doctors and bro i've had scenarios where doctors are so quick to give me shit i'm like you ain't even finished hearing me out bro like they're just like oh yeah take this and it's just like right and i mean a lot of that has to do we could spend a whole podcast just talking about that about how a lot of doctors are uh incentivized by sort of big pharma to hand out these prescription drugs and all yeah. this stuff like yeah it's well that's that's the other thing they, they said that part of this is because there's also been a decrease in visits to the primary care physicians which so you go like i wonder right like is it like do they have enough like will they have enough business to sustain if that trend continues um or does something else happen you know like like is it does it does it actually hurt the doctors in the long run which it shouldn't right there's we have we have we have plenty listen Go fucking cure cancer. No, you're going to get, like, bro, you're going to eat so much on weed that there's going to be more <laughs> high blood pressure more things, obesity, more obesity. More diabetes. And that leads uh, that leads to more disease, <laughs> which will lead to more money. Like, it's it's a never-ending circle, bro. It's like, it's, it's, I, I would say, I'm trying to think of, like, I, as I say, I, I haven't smoked weed enough to, like, think about if it's benefited me in those ways. I I will say, I guess, in a sense, I have experienced the uh, the focus aspect of it where like, uh, I mean, and you know me, like I'm bouncy as fuck. Um, and that helps you focus? It has. It doesn't always okay. because in, in, in other ways, it also just takes me out like, um, yeah, like like I check out where I'm just like, I kind of just want to go to sleep. Like, so oh, it does okay, do okay. that for me. So if I'm high strung, like if I'm just like antsy, like I can see how that. But in terms of like focusing. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps sleep. Yeah, it's definitely helped me sleep. It's definitely helped me with back pain. I remember when I suffered from back pain really bad, and, and then um, I was doing like the whatever, whether it was the oils or whatever, like the, and it did help from that perspective. But again, I wonder if a lot of that was like it just put me out, like it just helped me sleep. Which again, it was a win at the time because I couldn't sleep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So shout out to Cornell, yeah, bro, and their, and their students that are, that are doing kids, the, man. Yeah, that's it, man. And ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, listen to them. They, they're a lot smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> On paper, anyway. <laughs> what you got for your comic book? Listen, my comic book had to be, bro, my favorite Napoleon Complex hero. He is uh, uh, the governor of Florida, your future president. Or he may be fucking that up this week. Okay, Ron DeSantis, bro. And I feel like we might have used him before now that I'm saying it out loud. Really? Have we used Ron, little Ronnie? I don't, I don't think know. so. Bro, Ron is on a run this week, bro. You see all the shit he's doing, man? Ooh. He trying to he trying to fit a lifetime of government ship into like <laughs> two weeks, bro. He's like, I know he did the Disney shit, right? What did, I I don't what, what the is he Disney trying to do shit there? is wild. The, so Disney, uh, I mean, he's going after Disney because he feels like Disney has too much power in the state of Florida. He's not wrong about that, um, probably. But you could argue whether or not that's a good or bad because right. yeah. Um, so, and the reason he got into it is because Disney opposes his, um, the, the, what we've sort of coined as the don't say gay bill, but the actual name of it is like, what, what is it? The parental rights. Parental rights and education. And education act. Yeah. So like, uh, so Disney opposed that and Disney opposed that because a lot of the Disney employees who, who are gay, like haven't worked at Disney, like a good.
good population of the employees at Disney were gay, and so they sort of gave Disney shit, and Disney now is, like, pushing him to go, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? We're going to repeal this bill, yada, yada. But which, by the way, right, like that, it doesn't say anything about saying gay or gay. There's nothing that that, that verbiage is not in the bill. No. From, from what I read, it's basically saying like anyone that's like third grade and below, and that may be expanded at some time, but at third grade and below, like don't talk about um, different genders. Like don't don't yeah. don't don't have those kind of like sex and gender, gender sex and gender and conversations. That, yeah. Which right? like, I don't like the, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Yeah, and and the thing like here's what I think about it. I think because obviously they've coined this as a don't say gay bill, and so that's all people sort of see and hear and all that. But I also go like, dude, what if you are someone who's like pro gay, and then you have a teacher who's anti gay, and so now you're gonna have this teacher in second grade sort of pushing their ideology on your kid. So this could work against you. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like we've 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 coined this thing as a, oh, so don't say gay. No, no, man. They're saying like teachers should be out of that business. Period. period. Like the flip side to that is this teacher could also be anti anything. Could be anti gay, anti trans, anti uh, you know gender neutral, anti anything. And now they're pushing their ideology on their kid, whatever that is. And so I don't know that it's teachers' jobs to sort of do that. Like, bro, go teach them how to count. Like, I don't give a yeah. fuck about. Like, like at home, we'll, we'll give them the foundation to sort of, like, be able to make those decisions on their own. I don't need you to teach them about their gender and sex and yada, yada, yada. Not, not in second grade or first grade or kindergarten. So I don't necessarily disagree with the bill I, I also don't know enough about it admittedly to know okay where where are the sort of caveats in it what is that what is it that's driving these people crazy or are they just literally hearing oh it's don't say gay and that's what we run with you know what i mean yep. it's like the whole defund the police people hear that shit and they just run with it right. they don't really like back it was well, the media bro like the the, the media presents it like like that and then that, that's how it's taken kind of at face value and then if you don't like what those words are then you're okay I'm, I'm against it yeah parental rights protection whatever doesn't get the clicks bro and so right. don't say gay gets the clicks on either side dude it's like the obamacare man yeah that shit is called the affordable care act yeah but affordable care act sounds too good so we're gonna call it we obamacare call, because, yeah, because if you hate obama that's right you're like yeah fuck this you'll guy. go against it you'll go against it man so i feel like you know it i don't know that necessarily think that ron is wrong i feel like maybe he's picking the wrong battles for sure right now but his beef with Disney is so like Disney opposes this bill um, and and due to a lot of pressure from the Disney employees. And so Disney has come out against it. And Disney is the single the, the largest single location employer in America, um, one of the largest employers in America, period. And then obviously and we live in Orlando, so uh, they have a ton of power and say like we always joke around nothing happens in this city without disney getting a say right yeah, like nothing right no, nothing of of substance uh happens here that disney doesn't sort of get a say in and sort of ron DeSantis has come out now and been like nah disney got too much power fuck that like uh and i feel like a lot of this is the ego um that's what it seems like bro it doesn't seem like it's really warranted i think it was it's almost like oh you're gonna go against my bill yeah how dare you yeah right and then do and because dude Disney is the largest employ, uh, the largest sorry uh, donator for the Republican Party in Florida, Florida. Right, so he's going, he's he's literally biting the hand that feeds you. So you you figure his own party's got to be like, bro, like what are you doing? Like, uh, and maybe not in Florida because these guys are all supporting him. I also don't think, dude, in his convert, like the things that he has said about Disney, I don't think he's wrong. 
I just think he's going about it wrong. But, like, you know, he mentioned the whole, like, oh, Disney's, you know, going against us and saying they're going to pull this and that. But, like, they're still doing things in China, specifically in a region where they have the Uyghurs, you know, allegedly in the concentration camps. I think we can remove the allegedly from that. It's fucking China. I'm pretty sure they have them there. But, like, so he's going, like, yo, so you'll do that. But you'll you'll also remove a gay scene from a movie to drop in China. You also do, like, that's that's hypocritical as fuck. Like, where are your human rights then? Where are your gay rights then? Like, when it comes to sort of the almighty dollar. And I don't think he's wrong. I'm like, that's fucking true, bro. Yeah, yeah. But you just go, you probably probably picking the wrong fight. For sure. But... Yeah, I don't it's, know. I, I just think he's just saying it remains lane. to be seen. Yeah, I just think he's just saying his lane because the other thing he's messing with right now is the Reedy Creek Improvement District, right? So the Reedy Creek, if you if you don't live in Florida, or you've never been to Disney World. Disney World is sort of its own self-contained city, if you will. Yeah, literally, the Reedy Creek Improvement District gives them special privileges to operate as their own government. So Disney runs their own fire department and police force, right. and which means they maintain their own roads. Um, they maintain all that, you know, the greenery. They may, I mean, all of it. They, they don't sort have of cops, have support. Though, right? I think they have like security or like some sort of police force that's within Reedy Creek though. So they definitely have like their own, I don't know how much power they have per se, but they definitely have their own security. I'm pretty sure I've seen, you know, Orange County. Yeah. And they have, they definitely have a fire department. They have, um, so they operate very much as their own government, which also means they self fund it. So they, they, Disney obviously makes a lot of money. They bring a lot of jobs. and, And so they also take care of that on their own. He's trying to get rid of sort of the special district that uh, I, I think that's what the label's called of Reedy Creek, which basically means like, nah, bro, we own you now. So Reedy Creek then becomes the problem of Osceola County and Orange, and County. Orange County. Yeah, which uh, in theory sounds cute. He's going, nah, we're going to take away your power. You guys run this. But dude, what happens to those fire departments that those guys run? What happens to the, all that maintenance that those guys do? What happens to, more specifically, dude, I was reading... Um, sort of like the legislature on what this means sort of from all angles and there is a bill and i don't know where it came from but something tells me that someone really smart at some point said like yeah if somebody tries to do this this is we're going to give you something to think about if you remove these special district privileges from that entity then the state assumes the debt service of that entity for that specific thing meaning like so reedy creek which is what it's called here uh, holds a certain amount of debt that now becomes a problem of Orange County and Osceola County oh, wow. and the taxpayers in that county. And to date, that debt service is about a billion dollars and not to mention probably another close to billion in operational costs that they have to do with the fire department and all that stuff. So like while it's cute to go like, nah, we're going to take that away. Like who pays the $2 billion for that, bro? Right. Like is it taxpayers? Like then if so, then we should get a vote. Like so if 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 we're on the hook for that, you know, I forget somebody did the breakdown, dude. A family of four, it's about twenty two hundred dollars because if you break that down between how many people are in Orange and Osceola County, it's like each one of us is is, is shoving out twenty two hundred dollars in our taxes to right. pay for this. Uh, because he got butt hurt because he's fucking soft or whatever, like because he Disney go went against his bill. Like it's just I feel like these guys don't I, I find it hard to believe that he doesn't know the implications of this, but also if you're gonna propose this, then how are you paying for the rest of this stuff? Like, and also, what happens if Disney just goes, all right, bro, we're leaving? Like, you know, like, I, I know that's, it Go, sounds back far-fetched. To yeah, and it sounds far-fetched, and I bet you that's what he's going. Like, oh, what are they going to do, leave? Bro, bigger corporations have, have done, done a it. lot. Yeah, and, and Disney just left Cali. A lot of their uh, corporate office, like accounting jobs. and Oh, is that right? Yeah, dude, they're, they're, they're building a facility here in Lake Nona that's about 
2,500 jobs that moved from California to there for something similar where California was oh, fucking wow. around and Disney was like, yeah, nah, it's getting too expensive. Thing, you guys are passing all these bills. Like, we're out. And so, obviously, they have their park. They have to operate there. They always have that there. Yep. But Disney has a massive presence here on a corporate level that they can just go, yeah, nah, we don't have to do that anymore, dude. We'll, we'll take that out of there. This is one of the most visited cities in the world because of that company. I just feel like you're barking up the wrong tree. I don't think you're going to win that battle, man. Like, uh, inevitably. Yeah, but this doesn't look like he's going to stop. No, he's not. But the deeper pockets win every time, bro. Like, and Disney's going to have an unlimited, like, the war chest is unlimited. And I feel like you're going to let your ego kill your, I think it's career suicide. Because, honestly, Ron DeSantis is probably a front runner for a president, at least a presidential candidate, like, to get the nomination of yep. his party. I think all these things sort of start, We people start to go like, bro, like, you're kind of a loose cannon here now. Like, <laughs> pick your battles, dude. Like, you did a lot of great stuff for the state during COVID. Yep. You're sort of like unwinding all this stuff that you've done now, man. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, he's got that. Um, he's also got the. He passed that that abortion. He signed that, that that abortion bill, which essentially says you can't have an abortion past 15 weeks. So you better make up your mind. <laughs> um, I know. Tech, we talked about last week. Texas has like six weeks, right? Or Oklahoma, one of them yeah, too, or, really or, or both of them. Yeah, they might be both. Yeah, I think they might be both. Which six weeks you you don't even really know. No, but this is fifteen weeks might be enough time. I think what 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 I I don't know the nuance, but like I guess you have to give them freedom to, in certain instances post fifteen weeks to change their mind. I guess like uh, I don't know medical instances or I, I'm thinking that this one also is like the rape or incest doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. Well, I fi- again, if rape right? or incest, then at 15 weeks, you should know whether or not. That's, I would that's hope almost so. four months right. in, right? Like, yeah, you should know at that point in time. But again, I don't you know, know enough, man. I don't, yeah. And I'm a pro-choice guy, yeah. um, but I did listen to um, to him and then others that were sort of in his entourage speak on the bill. And a lot of them were, were women, right? I could empathize with what they were saying, and not that I agreed with it, but I could empathize with it. And then afterwards, so my wife is also pro-choice. But I go, yo, not for nothing. Like, at what point is it not okay to abort? Or is there a point? Like, if it's eight, I mean, a, a true pregnancy is what, like 10 months? Yeah, I think right? so. Right? I know, the, I know like, the, the, the round number is always, like, nine, nine months, months. But I want to say yeah, it's, like, it's a, a little month. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, should you be able to board at eight months? Because, you know, at, at some point, the kid could survive yeah. on, its, on its own. On its own. By coming out early. Yeah, do you give them up for adoption? Do you go past this? You're allowed to give them up for adoption. Hmm. Well, I think you're always allowed to do that. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, why not? That's always, that? that's always an option. I'm just wondering, like, like, at what point is it not okay? So even if you go, oh, 15 weeks is super early, it's not developed. I think that the 15 weeks was, was like heartbeat, um, um, brain, like brain waves, mm. and, and something else. There was, there, was, there was a few things where they, where they go like, yo, like it's a, it's a human at this point. I think where I go with that, though, is what happens if at six months you find out that this baby has something that severely impacts its quality of life? And there could be all kinds of stipulations to this. Yeah, and I don't know. But, that, that's but, the so, part where I'm so always like, oh. I'm going to go, everything being normal, is there a point at which 
we deem as a society it's not okay. Well, that's the problem, right? Is we don't we we can't all agree on that. No. The problem is is that like if you ask a religious person, right, they're gonna have theirs. Yep. If you ask uh you know, women, men, I think everybody's going to have a different opinion on what they think a life is, on what they think, you know, the the right time. Yeah, the, the, the problem here is that we can't all agree on what that is. Like, it's, And I don't think we ever will because there's so many people who are going to go, yeah, eight months is a little too far along. Like I might even, like I'm thinking about that and I'm going, that's a little squeamish because I think about like my daughter was premature, was born at about eight months. She's a whole person. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I go... Yeah. And then I go, okay, why are you aborting her? Are you aborting her? Because I've also had family members that were born with issues and didn't and died in infancy. And so and they were full term babies. And so I'm going in those scenarios, those poor kids had to suffer for a week or two or whatever it was. And then and then go. So is it more humane to, you know, like, I don't know what the answer is there, man. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's strange. I feel like each circumstance, like we should be allowed to look at each circumstance individually and go like, okay, you know, like if the baby's perfectly fine, I think at eight months, if you decide that, then they should be like, no man, just put it up for adoption. Like if you really don't want it, like why would you kill it at that point? Like I could see that argument, right? But I could also see it like four or five months because I know people do. I, I, I know someone who's really close who's, who had their daughter same time as mine, who she only made it like five months along. And had the baby, baby was like months in NICU or whatever. Full grown kid now, like yeah. fine, right? So like it's hard, but I also again, man, I also feel like I shouldn't have a say in that. Like I, I I'm like, yo, as a woman, uh, I don't know what it's like to go through that and carry that yep. and have that. Like I feel like if you did get to eight months and you were a woman who I got pregnant, I might be like, bro, if you don't want it, like, can you just have it? Like, I'll take it off your hands, kind of thing. Like, right? Maybe, but I also don't know that you're you're the one putting your body through that, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. So if so if you're that's that's actually a good point. So if your um if your your girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever, right, gets gets pregnant, decides she doesn't want it, are you at liberty to go? Can you please have it? I'll take it. I think you can have the conversation. I don't think that she's obligated to listen because at the end of the day, right? Like it's probably an over dramatization, but in the same way, it's not I go. If she goes through labor, the health risks for the woman are greater than mine, right? Like, like I have no risk. Yep. Right. But as a woman, you have all kinds of complications that can happen, although rare, you, they could happen. Yeah. So I feel like from that perspective, I understand where it should fully be in control of their hands. And then it becomes a question of morally, are you obligated to at least have that conversation with that partner and go, Hey man, like, I don't want this bro. But if you want it, like, you know, and, and and that's why I feel like we can't have this like one size fits all mentality when it comes right. to this, man. Like we should have some kind of open dialogue to go like, yo, this is a case by case thing. Like there, there isn't a one size fits all because every situation is different. Like like the same way I could look at it and go, yeah, at eight months, that's probably a little too far along. I don't know that I agree with that. I could also justify that if at eight months you find out this kid's severely thinking he's going to be, you know, in a bed his entire life and can't talk and can't move and doesn't have communication skills, whatever, like you go like, oh, that's a pretty shitty quality of life. It's also, again, it's kind of a burden on someone forever. Like, if the government's making me have that, like, are you also supporting that? Like, I, I, you know, I, I guess you could argue that social security or disability or whatever pays for that kid. But 
yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like there isn't a one size fits all rule that you can like stamp onto all of these things. And I, and I just don't feel like it should be me making. Like, I don't feel like no one with a penis should make that call. Yeah, and and actually, it's it's actually odd to me that they would even put the time frame on it, whether it's six weeks or fifteen weeks. It's almost like it should be like all or nothing. Like either either it's allowed or it's not. Yeah. Um, I, again, my my opinion. Um, it should be. It should. It should also. It should always be the the choice of the, of the woman. Um, I think there's a lot of, uh, and and I think on both sides, I think I think having an abortion probably causes um, emotional scars for sure with, with, within a woman. But having a child in in a in a in a bad situation and with a maybe uh, a woman who's not mentally stable could cause you know equally you know, rash shit to happen on that side too. Yeah. Generationally. Right. right? Like yeah. who's to say it stops with that one yep. kid. Right. So it's just, yeah, I don't, I feel like we try to resolve, like there isn't a rule that fixes everything. And I feel like we're trying to find like the solution to this to go, Nope, it's this. And I feel like it's not there. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, like you said, like even them putting a date on it, it's like, why even put a date on it? And then also it's like, it's never like medical professionals, like making these rules or laws or whatever. Right. It's just some fucking white guy, bro, behind a desk going like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> like it's never like, there's never a real rationale behind it. Like every time I hear these guys talk, it's like some fucking biblical like thing, or it's like, you know, they just don't like it. Like it's never like backed by science or like a real, um, I think, uh, the intent isn't ever like looking out for the woman or looking out for society, looking out for the person. It's always pushing their own agenda, their own belief. It's never in the like the the best interests of the people. Yeah. And so, like, I, I just hate that we have this like sort of system where these guys make rules based on what they like, you know, and then or what they believe, or what they believe. Yeah. And the problem with like even if they put things up to vote for the people is that the people are fanatical in that person. They're not necessarily fanatical. And maybe that person's beliefs, but because they believe that, they just go like, "Nah, man, so and so believes that. Like, we got to yeah. do it." You know, like it's just weird. And right? people got to understand, man. When when you have a belief, like that's great for you, for um, sure. Yeah. But but it's, I, in my opinion, man, it's it's wrong to try to impose your beliefs on on someone else, no matter how strong your beliefs is. If you believe in you know a higher power, and maybe you believe that, that higher power, you know, feels that way. You know, still, you have to understand that that's not for everybody. Yeah, and I feel like I, I don't want to take away your right to believe that and and practice that. Then, and but I also don't want you to take my right to not. And so, like, and I feel like that's where we get like caught up in this whole like. I think you could apply this to everything, man. Even like this whole woke culture where we're just like, nah, bro, if you don't agree with me, like, fuck you. Like, like even like the far left, it's like we're they're they're like anti-bullying and this and that, but we're fucking bullies to people who don't believe like they don't the same believe. Thing. That. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, if you don't believe in anti-bullying, yeah, then then fuck you. And yeah, then we're gonna bully you online. Yeah, because, yeah, like cancel it's, you. It's just super strange, man. Like, it, I I think we've lost this like um sense of like, yo, we can disagree on shit. Like, it's okay. Like, it's it's fine. There isn't like a Again, there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution to, like, everything. Like, we're allowed to disagree and have dialogue and have whatever, and that's what sort of moves us forward. But, like, we're now we're just, like, in this space where it's just like, nope, it has to be this, and then it has to be this. And then the people who govern, unfortunately, are just like, it has to be this. And there isn't, yeah, there's never really any real dialogue or way to, like, sort of move the conversation forward, man. It's, it's a little odd. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, it's like... 
it's so strange, man, because if you explain that concept to someone, bro, if an alien landed here on Earth and you explain to them the concept of the of like our political system right now, of the two party political system, and they never heard of it, and you go like, yeah, that's how we come up with you know like laws and this and that, and like, and they'll be like, yeah, these people believe in these guys and they're the red team, and these people believe in these guys and they're the blue team, and these guys like, I feel like if someone would look at you and go, that's fucking stupid. Like, what it's about just ideas? It, that's all it is, dude. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, yeah, and people subscribe to them. It's like a sports team, and we cheer for them and like you know we we you know, whoever scores the most points wins and and at the end of the day we give the most important job in the world so pop, in a popularity contest like it's just like really really strange bro like i feel like you explaining that to someone like even saying it out loud it's like yeah this is dumb yeah it's dumb <laughs> so, i don't know man well dude tell me about this uh yo about this prisoner that <laughs> you, got it all figured out shout out to this prisoner bro this <laughs> well first shout out to ron DeSantis yeah for making a carbon footprint of the week um we'll see how your uh, how your tenure goes? Yo, right, yeah, Ron, bro, just fucking put up, put some spacers in your shoes or something, bro, and just get. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the little guys, bro. <laughs> who get this shit. Is he little, man? Yeah, Ron look, is a small guy, on, bro. He looks small, bro. You see him? He talks small. Like you ever seen him talk? He just talks like a little person. You know how little guys have this like real condescending tone all the time because they're used to people just it's looking down at them. It's what it is. I'm saying. Ron DeSantis oh, like five, yeah, five nine. Look at that. Oh my God. See? You can't have a president at five nine. No, bro. I can't respect you at five nine. <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna stand next to Putin at five? I know Putin's small too though, but still, how you I'm gonna put you next to Putin and you the same size. No, bro. At least at least look, look, Don, Donnie was tall, bro. Donnie yeah, was yeah, a big yeah. boy. So at least he didn't he looked imposing. Like I can't put you there, Ron DeSantis. Oh yeah. He's um, out, bro. So I don't know what the hell's so I'm looking at uh Putin's height, yeah, 168 centimeters. Do the math. The fuck is that? I don't know either. <laughs> Alexa, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. But he's 152 pounds, so that can't be more than about five. No, bro, five. He, yeah, he's small, bro. Putin's a tiny dude, bro. He's really small. He's always these little guys, bro. Let's see. In feet. <laughs> oh, he's five five. He's five five. <laughs> It's always these small guys, bro. No wonder he looks small that look at, at that big ass table. I feel like there should be a height requirement for presidency. You know, how there's an age requirement. I feel like he should be six foot minimum. There needs to be a, a, a an age maximum too. Yo, yeah, for sure. Your bro. boy, did you see your boy Biden shaking people's hands that wasn't there? He can shake hands. Did you see you, that? No, he's shaking ghost hands. Was, <laughs> wait, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> shaking hands. He was shaking the hands there. of his maker. Like the, how to do he was he was giving a speech somewhere and then he he i guess he's done and then he he turns to the right and then almost like he's expecting someone to be there so he turns to the right and then he reaches out his hand <laughs> to shake someone's hand but no one's there yo maybe there was somebody there and then he turns around and he looks behind him but like slowly and then he and then he kind of goes the other direction and then walks off the stage, but you can see like you know like he, everything is 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 a slow movement, so it even makes it worse. Where, where where like if you you would figure out really quick that no one's there, so your hand goes down and then you just walk off the stage. Yeah. No, this dude is like dazed and confused. Bro. And supposedly, bro, he told Obama that he's running again. What? Yeah, man. There's no way, right? There's no way you couldn't vote that guy back in, bro. I don't think so, man. There's no way, bro. He's doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Kamala, where you at? <laughs> I thought 
troops right behind me. They're like, sir, she's in Iraq visiting the troops. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> you were just on a conference call this morning. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Yeah, and he's like, come on. I thought that was Condoleezza. <laughs> 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 you can't right like this like i would think not man. it's pretty rough to watch bro yeah. like the that poor guy let him retire bro go off like do his like play with his dogs and whatever fuck he wants to do man that shit is i talk to me bro talk to me about the guy right, who got it all figured right, out in prison. so this guy got it all figured out in prison bro i am so pissed off that i didn't think about this sooner man so this guy bro uh he is a transgender in uh inmate at the um, Edna Mahan Correctional Facility. Where is that? Uh, it is in New Jersey. Of course, uh, it is. of course it is, bro. So he was serving time at this uh, correctional facility in New Jersey as a man who is now identifies as a woman. And he got two women pregnant within the facility. <laughs> in the first two months. In the first two months of him being there. <laughs> I made that up. I know. I'm just. I'm going along with it because it made the story sound better. <laughs> it don't even matter, bro. So as a so, I'm assuming he's like transgender, body taking the hormones. I don't know. Still got a dick, but still has a dick. Yeah. But right, taking the hormone treatments, I would assume. Maybe. Do you have to, bro? If you're transgender, do you have to? Do you just say I'm a girl now? Or I'm a man now. Oh, and then just start fuck. dressing like one. No, it has I mean, there has to be rules, right? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's a problem. Like I don't know. Oh don't yeah, know. right, right. Because 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 gender is not sex. Exactly. So then wouldn't they make the jails like separated by sex and not gender? But is that offensive? <laughs> Someone gonna sue for this. <laughs> At one point Dude. Yo, honestly, bro, this just goes to show men, we get away with anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, man. It's not just men, bro. It's fucking Jersey. No, we made a. <laughs> nah, bro. We made. We even made being a woman better. <laughs> like an actual woman wouldn't be able to get away with this, <laughs> right? You get, you get some nymph that goes like, "I'm a dude. I'm a dude," and then she gets arrested and then commit a, a petty ass uh, crime. Like yeah. I just want to do two years. And then you you be the only guy in an all women's prison, bro. It don't even matter what you look like, bro. You just be, yeah. bro. This dude looks like a young Medea. <laughs> <laughs> without, without the wig, <laughs> you got that Jada haircut, bro. He, he don't even look like he tried. Like, this dude is a man, and he just said, "Nah, I'm a girl." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you see that story in Jersey about the about the dude? Uh, speaking of Jersey, man. The, the Careful dude, now. Careful. The dude that fucking this guy. Uh, they had like a fender bender, uh, like 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 a, a, a not 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 too crazy of an accident, where the guy tried to drive off, and then the woman that he had the fender bender with takes out her phone and starts taking pictures, okay. trying to get his license plate and stuff right. Pictures of him, license plate, whatever. This dude backs up with his car and then chases her and runs her over, bro. What? Runs her over like in like a in like somebody's front lawn. <laughs> On camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By this time, somebody else is recording. <laughs> of course they are. Like, we should really tell her that he's coming after her. <laughs> but 
dude, she could she sees him coming and she starts to run. But the dude catches her, hits, bro, runs her over, bro. The dude catches her. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he runs her over and then backs up over her again. But like just like with the middle of the car, so I think she was just getting kind of getting hit. What? Yeah, and then goes over her again and then kind of rounds rounds out in the lawn and then leaves. What, bro? Does she I mean she survives? She survives. Okay. She does she does survive. Before I say <laughs> what I don't fuck, bro. I don't even know what to say about that. That's your people in Jersey, man. It's in, it's in um I think it's a We're place. tired of living in the shadows, bro. Elizabeth. We're, that's my town. That's bro. I knew I knew it should sound familiar. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. We we salty, bro, because Elizabeth is like it's next door to Newark, right? Which is like the the big city in Jersey, yeah. right? But it's not Newark. And then we're just across the Hudson to New York. But we're not New York. Like we sick of living in the shadows, bro. It's <laughs> moody people. Everybody in Jersey's just mad. Well, this dude was older, man. He was fifty six. Yeah, everybody in Jersey's just angry, bro. Like for no reason. I don't like. I I, I can't explain it. Um, you know how there's certain places you go to, you're like, man, everybody just looks happy and they're like smiling, they're doing stuff. Not in Jersey, bro. Everybody looks miserable. Like I don't remember one person that I saw that I went like, you look happy to be alive in <laughs> New Jersey, like ever. That was like uh, Detroit. <laughs> no, sorry, no, no one was there. Man, yeah, so you no, saw it people. Mu- it must have been Cleveland. It could- <laughs> <laughs> Jersey's weird, man. Like I, I there's a very distinct like right personality and and shit that we do and all that. But there's also like this like little brother complex. I feel like yep. in New Jersey, where it's like we sort of identify with everything New York, but we're not New York. And we're constantly reminded by people from New York that we're not New York when you live there, bro. So I'm saying, we're just mad, bro. <laughs> just angry. Our weather sucks. Like, although I would say summertime Jersey is pretty dope, but like, there's just nothing good. Like nobody ever goes like, yeah, I'm going to Jersey. No, like for a vacation. No, nah. I, mean, I mean, unless Atlantic you live in the City, tri-state area. Maybe. Yeah, you go Atlantic City, Wildwood, uh, Seaside, like you might go Kingsburg, like the shore for sure. But, that's only if you live there, right? You, you ain't there, you ain't right. driving from Kansas to go to the Jersey Shore, right? right. Like, yeah, you going to Florida? Right? Maybe, maybe after the Myrtle maybe, Beach, or maybe after the show. Yeah, that's true. That probably, probably gave put him, him a little boost. Right. The sad part is, is that's exactly how everybody was in that bitch, bro. Like the the way those kids were on that yeah. show, that that I I when initially came out, I was like, why are we laughing? <laughs> <laughs> It's and and the show is a well. I, I'd say it's a good representation of like every sort of demographic there because that's also a lot of those guys are from like Jersey or like Staten Island or all that yep. stuff. They just go vacation at the shore, and that's exactly what it's like there, bro. It's just a bunch of meatheads and like not so smart <laughs> Italian broads just doing wild just shit. Wild yeah. shit. It's it's so on brand. Like the show was like you can't even like if you're Jersey, you can't even be like yeah, I'm a Sue MTV for like false. <laughs> like you can't. It's, Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> well, keep keeping it up in the tri-state area. Did you see uh, your boy DJ Envy came out with a with a book? All right, wait, wait, so Envy 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 got like nineteen kids, right? He's he like got, the, I think he has like six kids, but he came out with a book um, recently, and it's called Let me get this right: um, Real Life, Real Love, Lessons on Joy, Pain, and the Magic that Held Us Together. 
Okay. So it's about his his, his, his marriage. marriage. And thing. Okay, and if y'all don't know, DJ Envy is a uh, part of the Breakfast Club, probably one of the biggest syndicated radio shows in the country right now. But Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, yep. DJ Envy. Um, so he's uh, and he also does a bunch of real estate stuff and all that. But yeah, he's been he's high school sweethearts, right? Yep. And from, then from like the time that he was fifteen, I think. Yeah, said. something like that, like really long. And then he's got. Maybe she was fifteen and he was sixteen, but they were like they're like a year they're, apart. Yeah, a year apart. And then they've got like six kids. Six together, kids, or something bro. like that. Six kids. Oh, that's a lot of kids. Oh. And they've been married for, I want to say like twenty two years. I want to say they got married in like either two thousand or two thousand one. Okay, because Zena's in like his mid forties, right? Mid to to he's to definitely early forties. Forties, but I don't I don't know I don't know how old he is. Okay, this is the dude who he tried to fight on that show because they said something about his wife. Remember that shit, bro? He tried to fight. Um, that does, that does sound familiar. Yeah, he tried to fight. Like somebody came on. It wasn't Jesus and Meryl. Like, oh it, it yes, was, was it Jesus and Meryl? I want to say it's them. He don't, he don't try to fight them, but he he kind of like he walked off the show. Oh Didn't shit! Did he walk off the show? No. Where he was like, nah, man. Did y'all y'all talking about my way? Like they said some shit. Uh, he was kind of being real bitch about the whole situation. But anyway, like yeah, yeah. So anyway, so they came out with this book, and um, I mean, you guys can go read the book yourselves. But one of the things that came out of it was. That his wife said she had she did an orgasm for like the first ten years Damn. of their relationship, bro. I feel like that's probably more common than we think. Ten years, bro. I mean, I don't know about the time frame, but I feel like women faking it. Like, yeah, I feel like that's pretty common. I you, wouldn't you, say that you you ever faked it. No, I don't think. No, no, I no, I don't think so, man. Dude, 10 years. So she didn't come at all you? for 10 years. <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> How many people listen to this? I don't think so, man. Not like, I don't know. But ten, did she say why? 10 years, dude? I think she. The, I think what she said was um, essentially she, like she didn't want to like bruise his ego. Okay. So like she cared, she cared about him. Yeah, and so, and then it, 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 it sucked. I was just like, oh shit! Like, you know, he was thinking during that time period, like, oh, like uh, yeah, like I'm putting in work. Like she's enjoying it, and you know, she's orgasming. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right. Yo, women have this crazy way of uh, bruising your ego and telling you they were trying not to bruise your ego. <laughs> 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 that shit was selfish as fuck, bro. She could have. Cause you know, in there she like, bro, just hurry up, dog. Like, get, I got shit to do. <laughs> Dude, I saw, and then you know, the internet is fucking brutal. <laughs> so I saw, I saw a meme, bro, and it's like these two black dudes walking in like zoot suits, right? Like Diddy bopping throughout the through the street, and the caption was Will Smith and DJ Envy going <laughs> going to get humiliated by their wives. <laughs> <laughs> also, bro, as a if you're aren't you doing yourself a disservice? If you're the woman, yeah, yeah, like you should you should be giving instructions. You some say give some like, instructions, bro. Point me to the like, give me the map. I don't give a fuck. Like, but then there's some women that like, at least they claim like they can't orgasm, right? Because they, they've so done it. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if if that was maybe part of it, where you just go like, oh, like this is just what it is. Maybe. Especially being like, you know, like I said, like who knows when they began having sex, but let's say let's say within the first two years they're having sex, she's, you know, 
16, 17. Let's say 18 for the sake of the show. No, fuck that, man. We 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 know, man. <laughs> we don't know, Sean. Man, we know, bro. Dude, I gotta I gotta I gotta let me not even I ain't I ain't calling out no no relation or nothing. But I know I know at least two people that got like 15 year olds pregnant. <laughs> they were over 18. Yeah. yeah. Uh no, I don't. I don't believe so. Fake ass Puerto Ricans. Well, I but know, I know. <laughs> but no, no, no. Like I can one, name two in my family. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but you know what? One of them, yeah, one of them was definitely like either eighteen or nineteen. And I remember when I, I remember when I, I remember when I found out. I told the guy I was like, "Yo, man, I heard she's 15. And that motherfucker told me she don't look fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Joe, in defense, the sad part is, is, bro, I don't know a single female in my family that wasn't pregnant at 15. <laughs> you guys broke the trend. My, my sister broke the trend, bro. Every other female in my family. Bro, you got to 16 in my family. You have kids. They were like, yo, what's, what's wrong? wrong with you? You okay? <laughs> they trying to marry you You have trouble? Yeah, you have <laughs> trouble finding? It's, it becomes like an arranged marriage at that point in time. <laughs> Like the people next door got a really nice son. Like, yeah, he's 43. Like, I'm 12. I'm trying to go to class tomorrow, bro. <laughs> Puerto Ricans be wild. We got a whole saying for that, for the for the cousin thing. You ever, uh, uh, los primos primen because we smash cousins. You ever heard that saying in Puerto Rico, no. bro? There's a saying in Puerto Rico that go, lo, lo, los primos primen, which is basically like cousins squeeze each other, like, like basically like rub each other out. Right. Uh, that's how fucking wild we are, is that it's so common to fuck your cousin in Puerto Rico <laughs> <laughs> that we got a whole saying, and, and people be saying that shit loud and proud. And it's just polite. And it's polite, bro. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. We're a, weird, we're a weird bunch, bro. So yeah, definitely in my family. I, I'm going to have some uh, some underage pregnancies, to say the least. Anyway, yeah. carry on with the, <laughs> the orgasm. Yeah, 10 years, huh? 10 years, I, I think that's, that's a bit much. But if you go, again, like, who knows who knows like who she was talking to if she just figured like maybe i just can't right because there's women that have a really hard time of it yeah with it i'm not i I feel like as a dude bro i'm not proud i'm not that proud that you can't be like yo man whatever you're doing right there is not working because i want you to enjoy that shit too so like what like tell me and then figure that shit out. Or we'll or figure not. out that you can't. And I'll be like, sucks for you, bro. I'll be getting mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you don't tell me, like, I just feel bad. Like, you go 10 years, bro, you would just, I mean, yeah, not to say right? that it's not enjoyable, but you didn't really get, like, fulfilled, I guess. To, I don't know, man. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Oh, 10 years, bro. <laughs> and then, like I said, and then, you know, they're dating, and then she still decides to marry the dude, right? So yeah, so it's so like it the, didn't the, matter, the, to right? It didn't matter to her, um, dude. I saw this shit the other day, man. On uh, remember the old show Martin? Mm-hmm. So it was an episode where um, Martin and Gina got engaged, and um, they were like, you know, Martin was like, yo, like, like like they're in the house with their, amongst their friends, and they're like, yo, show them the ring, show them the ring, and you know, Cole. <laughs> Is like their fucking like the the stupid guy, right? It's like it's like the the stupid friend, right? And he goes and he was like, "Oh man, and that, that that's a sweet ring, Gina." And he looks at Martin. And he goes, "What she get for you?" 
And then she said something corny like, like, all of my heart and all of my love for the rest of my life. <laughs> she said something corny. <laughs> Cole goes, you got jip, bro. <laughs> no, he goes, you got played, bro. <laughs> like sounds of me like you got played bro <laughs> it was the first time that i looked at cole and i'm like fucking hey you got a you point. right bro <laughs> <laughs> you right bro so right bro like what you got oh man yo they're they're doing a reunion show to that i don't know that's your jam i've been ta- i've been but for years been seeing yeah. that are they actually doing it? they're gonna do like what they did with the whole friends thing where they're just gonna what do like that? a um on the Fresh Prince thing, like where they just do a reunion show where they bring the cast back and they talk about it, but not like an episode. It's just oh, like a, okay. yeah, one of those things. Like I think they did it for like Harry Potter, where they brought him back for like twenty year anniversary of the movie. Um, did you ever see the Fresh Prince one? It's on like HBO no. Max. It's cool. Like they bring back the cast and they start talking about the whole shit. So they bring, they bring back, back their, both the moms. Yes, they oh, do. They and do. it's the first time her and Will talk since their whole falling out, which is kind of cool. And they talk about why oh, they had that falling out or whatever. Like, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I actually like. I actually watched the Friends one, and I'm not a big fan of the show yeah, I wasn't, Friends. I wasn't a fan of that. One. But I just watched that reunion show, and it actually made me want to go back and watch some of the episodes. Like I was like, oh, cool, I'll check it out. But like, because I never, I, th- I always thought Friends was kind of corny. It is. But um. I can appreciate like the humor in it now more than I could have maybe five years ago, but um, yeah. I, so for Martin, I think they're gonna do the same thing here soon. Oh, that it would be, be kind of dope because him and Gina had that mad, like they hated each other, right? Like so that would be cool to hear that. Yeah, because I think like he was, I think he was like jealous. She was dating um, Martin. I forget his last name. There's another. It's another Martin. Yeah, or or some or Dwayne Martin. Isn't it like Dwayne Martin or some shit like that? She was married to them. Well, she married that guy. Marrying them. Yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She wound up marrying them. And and I think at the time, like uh, Martin Lawrence was was almost like, no, like that's like you're my girl. But they weren't. But they weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he would do like inappropriate shit, like when they would have their little scenes and stuff. And then she gave him plenty of warnings, and and then finally was just like, nah, like fuck because you. Because that's why, like in the last season, you barely see them together, right? Not the whole season, but it's the it's it's definitely like, like the last. It, they had like a falling out, and then I think they just said, yo, we gotta finish this season. And then so you could see the episodes where he's where they're like they're they're never in the same scene together. And and the storyline kind of goes to like they're in different cities, and then there's then there's certain episodes where it's like an episode that's focused on Pam, uh, you know what I mean? And 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 another like a spinoff storyline to her where you're just like, man, like as a fan, I remember just going like, man, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, what like, are they where doing? Is that? Yeah, what are they doing? Because I don't think we knew that at the time. No, we, I, that I came know, out. I know. Yeah, I, I, I definitely didn't know. Yeah, it's before social media and all that shit. Man. Yeah, dude. The access we have now, man, is great. I, I think, uh, I don't know that. I, I, I almost, uh, I guess, forgot how to appreciate the, the access that we have now because those are things that at those, like at that point in time, you're just like, oh, yeah, the show sucks now. Like the writers got horrible, but really, you didn't know what they were working with at the time with that yep. whole nonsense, man. Yeah, Dwayne Martin. That's, that was the Dwayne, Okay. Yeah, you seen Shardy in New York? Um, no, man. Talk to me about New York. Bro, Shardy. Who's just there, man? Yo. <sighs> You you probably should have stayed, bro, because you <laughs> based on this shit, yo, this chick in New York in 2020 made 150k a year. On what? She's helping people name their babies. Get the Actually, fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, so she was just coming up with names. So like, is there like like a website? 
I guess, and it's her services. And some of them, she was charging 10 Gs a pop. But she helped over 100 people. Dude, what are you paying? Can't you ask your friends? You know you, you, know you got so much money. That you just, you just I don't feel like, like thinking about how to like name this baby. I'll name some celebrities. You know celebrities too like to name their kids like weird shit, bro? Like, I'll be like, bro, just give, give me a cool. Apple. Yeah, Apple. I'd be, what is it's that? funny. That's literally what <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> Whose kid is that? A fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but, but she's also it? the chick that got the, don't she got the candle to smell like her pussy? No. Yeah. yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure if you, if you Google Gwyneth Paltrow candle, it's going to say it smells like her pussy. I'm afraid. I'll do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look wrong. We'll get fucking knocked on the door. Let tomorrow. me see. Yep. By Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's see. Gwyneth Paltrow candle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she said, bro. It's like the candle is, yeah, heretic. This smells like my vagina candle. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she means that or if she said that maybe to sell candles, but. Well, sex sells. Yeah. So I can see it. And we're all just weird. Yep, bro. The fucking label on the thing says this smells like my vagina. So you got to figure that it's mostly celebrities that would pay somebody. Yeah, people for, with right? the means. Or not necessarily celebrities, but, so somebody, but somebody with, with money. Yeah, pe- people with, with the means to do it, but like. Yo, bro, you gotta, you could just come up with anything, bro. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, bro, banana split. And they'd be like, I bet. And then it just, you just gone. Middle name split. First name banana. Bro. Dude, like 150K a year. Shut up. That, that, I guess she realized that, yo, there's a market for it, man. Like people need help doing this. Like it. Yeah, I guess. Like, is she still in business? Is there a website? Ooh, that's a good question, bro. Let's find out. Well, while you look that up. Yeah. Speaking of freaking celebrities, man, did you see Khaled got his name on the walk of on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yeah, uh, is there a criteria for that, bro? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. But you know what? That that guy. Every time you um, hear someone like not not him, but if you hear someone talk about him, they talk about like his insane like work ethic. Like the guy works like crazy. Um, so I was I was listening this week to uh, the Brilliant Idiots podcast. And if any of y'all listen to that, they have a guy on there. So they got Charlemagne the guy, which is from the Breakfast Club, and he does other things as well. What what's what's the what's the show that he has on? Who um, Charlemagne? Charlemagne? Oh, uh, God's Honest Truth? Is it? I think it's something like yeah, that. yeah. Yep. He does Breakfast Club, God's Honest Truth, yeah, and then the Brilliant Idiots, and then he owns a bunch of like shit on um, Audible, and yep. he's got the Black Effect Podcast Network yep, and all yep. that. Yeah, yeah. So, but but it's so Charlemagne the God, um, Andrew Schultz, and then Wax, who, again, I haven't been listening for that long, but I think he was like maybe Charlemagne's bodyguard at some point. Um, but he is like the guy on the show that's like your stupid friend, that just comes up with shit that you're like, what? So yeah. anyway, you'd be wondering how they made it to adulthood. Yeah. So on on this topic, they they, they talked about Khaled getting his uh, getting his name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and then they were like, "Yo, like who were like the top five DJs that kind of made it from like just small time to like stardom, right?" So they're naming these people, and then and then uh, Charlamagne is they're talking about people like uh, Wendy Williams, um, obviously DJ Khaled, um, then they mentioned like Ludacris, Wax goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like Beetlejuice. Oh, I did hear did him you hear say, that, that. say that. Shit? Is he a DJ, bro? Who? 
Beetlejuice. No. He was on Howard Stern, right? He's talking about that guy. From yeah, the 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 like the the Down syndrome kid <sighs> that Howard had on there with what were they called? The rat the rat pack? The rat pack. The whack pack. The whack pack. That's what the whack pack. That's what it was. Come the whack pack. Bro, maybe he thought DJ meant something else, bro. Maybe he did think it meant like Downsy something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, one of those things, man. And and I and I was I remember listening to it and just going shaking my head and going like, you know, like I know people that would say shit like hundred percent, bro. He was saying dumb shit all the time. We talk about this all the time. Well, he'll say some shit, and I'm like, fuck. I know somebody who would say something that stupid, and I would still laugh. And I'm, because it's so absurd. Dude, he's he's actually my 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 favorite on the show. He has slowly become <laughs> that for me too, man. I used to be like, yo, they need to get rid of him. But now I go, yo, the most times I laugh on the show are because of him. Because he just says shit that are so stupid. And then Schultz is so quick. Oh, relentless with, too. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. Oh so, my God, bro. Yeah. And, and he wasn't on this week. And I was like, I, I missed it without him. Yeah, I did too. I, I, I almost never even listen. If he's not on there, I won't even listen. But I actually did listen this week. And it's funny because I was going to message you during it because I was like, yo, this guy, there was a couple things in there where he just said some wild shit. And I was like, this is like, we all know somebody like this. Yep. Like, Wax is like 42% of our friends growing up in Jersey or New York. or <laughs> Like, we all know guys like that. And then they hide behind like, like he always uses religion as a reason to say stupid shit or to believe in stupid oh, shit. Like, shit, yeah, and you're just like, he'll be like, "No, nah, man, God's gonna provide," or like, uh, like his stance on like women about certain things. Or he'll be like, "No, nah, that's why God like wanted you to like have that role kind of right, thing." You're just like, right, right. Okay, bro. <laughs> you're just like, sure. <laughs> so, shout out to the brilliant. Shit, but yeah, those guys are fucking hilarious, bro. Schultz, man, shout out to Schultz. I, I think he didn't do it because he did Radio City on Saturday. Yeah. Uh he did two shows in Radio City, sold out, man, back to back. And I think for him That's huge. Yeah, he that, grew up he, grew up, been his he grew up in Manhattan, man. So that's like yeah. his, you know, I think the only thing bigger would be Madison Square Garden for him. So like I think Ooh, yeah. you do Radio City as a kid from New York, man, that's huge, dude. And so to do two shows Back to back on the same night, sold out. sold out. That's wild, man. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, curious. I can't to wait Schultz. to see his special, man. Yeah, shout shout out to Schultz, bro. Um, yo, man, the the New Zealand. Do you see fucking New Zealand does the, the, this whole thing they do? You know how you can have like emotional support animals there? Yeah. So New Zealand lets you have a thing called the, an emotional support person. Uh, so basically, and it's a thing at work, bro. Like if you feel like you're gonna get fired, you're allowed okay. to bring an emotional support person with you to help you through the process of getting fired. So when do you feel like you're going to get fired? I guess. <laughs> when they go, we got, we got a meeting tomorrow at yeah. 9 a.m. Or they go, or like what, what they had me do, they're like, tell so-and-so to come to the to, to the such-and-such conference room now. Oof. <laughs> it's like. Um, have, you, have you had to fire people? Yeah. Yeah, it's so awkward, bro. Because it's always like, it's you. Even if they don't see it coming, the minute you tell them what room to report to, they know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man. Dude, this one was, and then, <laughs> this one was like, okay, we're doing it now. Like, go get him and just have him come to such and such conference room. HR <laughs> positioned, so strategically positioned me between the two women that were in the room so that so that in case he... He wild out. He could. wild out. I could 
play security. Frankly, bro, I think you should have sued for that because I thought it was supposed to be equality. <laughs> and I feel like you guys should have been side by side <laughs> so you can equally take the damage of this guy. <laughs> bro, I had to fire this guy once at a place and we had no security or none of that shit uh, and uh, pretty terrible HR. And then, um, so not only am I firing him with the HR person, right? I have to then walk with this person back to their desk and, and then watch, watch them, them pack, pack it their shit. and then walk them outside myself to Me make too. sure that they do that shit. And I'm like, and I've never felt, bro, this guy was like, oh, he's definitely going to murder me. Like, you know, like while he's doing this, I'm going like, I'm looking around going like, yeah, this guy's definitely going to kill me. He may not do it right now, but he's coming back. Like, it was like, it was like, I don't, the whole, the whole it thing. It is the most, un, it's, it is, it is like the, one of the most uncomfortable things. And like you said, you go in the room, they announce it to the person there's usually like, whoa, like why, you know? But by that time, there's really no explanations. Right. It's just like the decision's been made. You're gone, and then yeah, same thing. Like, walk him to his desk. Make sure you know he doesn't blow shit up. Make sure he only takes what's his, and, uh, and I don't walk him out. Care, bro. At that point, bro, if you want to steal everything from your desk like, I just need you to leave bro <laughs> I don't care I don't care what you leave with like I just need you to go like I don't that shit ain't mine <laughs> you do like fucking Jerry Maguire yeah. I'm taking the fish I'm taking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit that whole shit was just so awkward man I, I'm like I don't know man but uh, bro like the staying with the whole weird workplace encounters dude this guy in Kentucky man was like um Oh wait, no, hold on. Let me finish telling you the the, the, the dude from from New Zealand. Or uh, yeah, so New Zealand. So bro, this guy named uh, Joshua Jack. So he got suspected that he's gonna get fired. So he's like, okay. I gotta bring my emotional support person. So he hires a clown for two hundred bucks. And while he's being fired, the clown's providing comedic relief. <laughs> <laughs> bro, put the guys literally in full clown garb. <laughs> <laughs> and, now is he doing that? I guess to the room. I would just, yeah, I guess you're right? supposed to perform for me. I'm the one getting fired. Like, hey, they don't need emotional support, but they're, they get the benefits of a free performance. <laughs> so I'm like, emotional support. So I guess you can bring them for anything. That's like, what I'm saying. What, what can you do? Like, is it just for, for like an on the, on the job? Yeah. They just have a thing where you're allowed to bring, and you can even bring them for a promotion. So like to come when you celebrate, so it's an emotional support person, dude. And I'm like, and this guy, I guess he suspected, like, nah, I'm definitely getting fired. They told him to come that next morning. Yep. So he hires the clown to help him feel better during the. <laughs> I would do that just because it sounds funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, how we doing on time, bro? Uh, we're an hour six in, bro. All right, check this out, man. I saw a story that they are uh, building the future carbon footprint podcast hosts. Ooh. In an elementary school. Let's go. <laughs> Future, we're passing the baton. There's an elementary school in Michigan where this uh, this child, it was a girl, <laughs> she wanted to drink to her class. And it was a pre-mix Jose Cuervo mar- <laughs> margarita mix. <laughs> the green joints. <laughs> Yo, to be fair, she's not allowed to bring that water. From Michigan to school. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that in uh what's that? Not, it's not Flint, bro. Flint. That's right. That's where it is. She like, I wanted water. <laughs> we can't we can't, we can't bring that. <laughs> so I had to have the Cuervo. Bro. 
So what was great was like so they, it, was, it was a few kids. I think she you know she poured it for about five students. Um, I think all five either either four or five <laughs> of them definitely took sips. Um, one of them took like four or five. Did sips. She mixed the tequila because it comes without the tequila. You know what I'm saying? The mixer comes I without think, it. I think, from what I understand, it was a pre-mixed drink. And, of course, like it looks like it could be a kid's drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all colorful. Yeah, yeah. It's puckery as fuck. It's right. like warheads and liquid warheads. <laughs> my, so my my guess, and then they didn't go into this in, in the article, but but my, my guess is that it was already pre-mixed in the house, and she just brought it. Like maybe, maybe her parents had it. So... What I found to be even even better was, you know, like one of the kids took like four or five sips and was like tipsy, dizzy, right? And so obviously the, the parents were outraged. But bro, how everybody tries to play the blame game. So so the parents are pissed at the school. The school's like, yo, she brought it in her backpack. We do our best to make sure that we in a safe environment, but we can't check everything. It could be Kool-Aid for right? I mean So then they're like so the school goes, we're going to hold the kid's parent accountable, right? So it's like all this fucking blame game going on. And then furthermore, they, the school goes, and it's a travesty that Jose Cuervo makes a drink, an alcoholic drink that looks like a kid's drink. <laughs> so it's just like... Every, everybody else's fucking fault. How about you got a badass kid in your What's class? That? And the kid's still in the background, woozy as fuck. <laughs> like, mommy, my head hurt. Why is everything spinning? Like, maybe you just got a badass kid. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. And people don't take responsibility for their kids. Like, most of the problem, bro. I, have you ever heard a story about your kid from, like, a teacher or somebody else where you were like, Oh um, yeah, that's not my child. Like you know, people sound like my kid wouldn't do that. Not never, never, bro. Every time anybody's <laughs> ever like, like, like a teacher yep. call me, I'll be like, yeah, that sounds just like that. <laughs> never, bro. I'm like how much? I don't know, bro. Like uh, you, we all know our kids. Like there's no way that people could be that blind to shit. Like I've, that's why I've never heard a story from my kid where I wasn't like, yeah, that was definitely them. <laughs> Bad, good, all of it, bro. <laughs> like yep. definitely my kid. Like yeah, people are fucking crazy, bro. Hey man, we got oh man, I got, I feel like we got to touch on this one before we go, bro. The, the dude, this fucking guy, bro, in Kentucky. So he tells his employer um, that that he doesn't want them to celebrate his birthday, okay. and so and I guess the company does like a big deal for people's birthdays. They do this whole thing. Anyway, the person I guess forgot and celebrated his birthday. Did a whole thing. So he for just company. So he didn't want them. He to told celebrate. them not just, to. Don't, don't do celebrate it. me. I'm I, I suffer from anxiety. Um and um I don't like it's unwanted so please don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I guess they did it anyway. Okay. Um, the person alleges that they forgot that he had said that he didn't want a thing for his birthday, so it triggered a panic attack from this guy. Okay. Um, probably because he doesn't have enough to worry about. Um, and then, <laughs> bro, he sues, and he gets four hundred and fifty k. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bro, because he had a panic attack because they threw him a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and he wins? Yeah. Dude, have you ever had a panic, a panic attack? No. I've had I don't one. I think so. I've had one, and I, I don't know if it was the heavy or mild or whatever. It's, it, But I remember, for me, it was weird because it, it was like, it's almost like you're scared like because like something is happening. I don't necessarily you're scared, but it's almost like fight or flight. Mm -hmm. But then like you're looking around and you're going, nothing is happening. Like why, why am, am I, I feeling like yeah. this? 
that was my reaction. Yeah. Um, and I've seen people that, that, that have had them like pretty bad. Yeah, man, that, that's, that, that, that's gotta suck. Now, are you, if, if, if somebody purposely tells you, yo, don't do shit for my birthday. If it's, if it's within a few months, I'm remembering. I mean, if, if, if I've allowed a, a year to pass, maybe not. Who knows? This could have been HR or whoever's in charge of birthdays at a company. Right. You know, like so, like we've been at places where maybe there's one person who's in charge of like the birthday committee or whatever yep. the fuck. Um, and maybe they said it like a year ago. And I, I don't know, man. I, should you be able to sue for that, though, man? Like, bro, like they're going to get to the point. It's not gonna. This is why we're at the point where we're people are there. afraid to do anything, bro. Like, like you're a company now. You go like, I can't celebrate employees' birthdays because this guy told me not to. And like, that's cool. I can respect that. But I can get sued for fucking that up. Like, yeah. and then cost me half a million dollars because I fucked that up. Like, like no one's gonna want to take the risk. Like, it's like, like, fuck that, bro. Just get, just go to normal shit. Don't do nothing. Don't like, like, it's why we can't have nice things. Literally, like, yeah. like. Even it's just mind blowing to me that you can sue for that shit, bro. Like, even earlier when we talk about uh, DeSantis with mm-hmm. his with his anti woke yeah. um, bill, like that one is is targeting like um, corporate employee like training. If there's anything within the training that would make like a certain race feel bad about like their ancestors, okay. You know, but and 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 so now, if that passes, I'm not sure if it passed, but uh, but if it if it passes, um, the corporations will have to go and look at all of that training, and anything that could potentially go, hey, like this group of people kind of feel bad because of what happened to them historically, they got to remove that shit, because if somebody takes the training and then feels like, not like like oh now I feel bad about my people because of this training, they can sue. But at what point do you water down everything because we're not all offended by the same thing? Or you just take it out entirely. I know, but then, like, where do you draw the line on that? Yeah, what if I'm just like, yeah, at what point do they go like, yeah, I hate that you guys have, um, you know, the harassment videos. It triggers me. Maybe I suffered from harassment at some point in time in my career, and I shouldn't have to watch your sexual harassment video. Like, it triggers me, and then I'm going to sue you for it. Like, uh, yeah. there's just so, like... Uh, I feel like at some point in time, common sense has to take over some of this shit where like right now we're just like, you can sue and win because people threw you a birthday party and you suffered a panic attack. How about you get some therapy, bro? Like the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How about you take a Zolo? Yeah. T- yeah. Chill the fuck out, bro. Like the, uh, I don't know, man. I, th- I just that smoke weed. It's crazy. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, taking like, it right back. Full in, the, circle. in the, in the spirit of 420, if you, if you feel an anxiety, smoke a little, smoke a joint. You'll, you'll, you'll chillax, you'll enjoy the birthday, and you'll eat all the cake. It's a win-win. <laughs> it's a win-win. Shit might be real good that day. Uh, yep, yeah, bro. Cake gonna be fire. You got that Publix frosting, bro? <laughs> Shit slaps. <laughs> all right, bro. Tell them where uh, you find us. Man, if you're not already following us, check us out at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, on uh, at, on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Hit that like and subscribe button. I should probably say that at the beginning of the video. Um, the Fuck man, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, Amazon Music, um, all of it, man. We're on everything, man. So hit us up um, at Carbon Food Podcast on TikTok too. Um, yeah, man, hit us up. There. Thank you guys for the support, man. Keep it coming. Absolutely, as always. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for ninety-eight freaking episodes. Yeah, Oof. it's been fun, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.